Hello everyone, this is Carl Polachek from Small Biz Thoughts. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined again by my good friend Dave Sobel, who is the Senior Director of MSP Evangelism at SolarWinds MSP. Welcome, sir. Thanks, Carl. I know I've got one of those silly titles, but it's, uh, it's all about advocacy. <laughs> I literally have to look down every single time. So, <laughs> so uh, in addition to being a good friend of mine, Dave is also a former MSP and Microsoft MVP and now he's spending his time helping MSPs and all kinds of IT professionals make more money and be more successful in their managed service business. So did I miss anything? No, I think you got all the basics. All right. So this is number two out of six podcasts we're doing together to focus on tools from SolarWinds that can help you to make more money and be more productive. And today's topic is break fix versus managed services. So, with that, let's jump in. Today, uh, we're gonna talk about managed services and break fix. And first, Dave, let's agree on the difference between the two. To me, break fix means tech support on demand. There's no formal preventive maintenance, uh, although I expect everyone has some antivirus and uh, may have an automated you know, update turned on from Microsoft and some, you know, they, they might even force some preventive maintenance, usually for a flat fee. Yep. Uh, what's your spin on that? Yeah, I, I think about it that way too. Break fix in particular is, is, is often is about time. Like you're selling your time and it's very transactional um, where I'm going to fix your problem when you've got it. That's it's implied right in the name. And, and the, the idea there is, is, you know, is, is the, that like I, I as the solution provider and the, the IT consultant, I just want, I'm on demand to you when you need me. All the risk lies with the customer. Customer determines when they're needed. Customer determines when everything is going to happen. You know, they're calling only on demand. And, and the ultimate piece about that is, is I mean, it's one way to, to run networks. It certainly is, is the way some users like to work. For an MSP or for the solution provider, it's kind of feast or famine, right? Is that you're waiting on the phone call, phone to ring. And, and it's you, your resource, how you manage your resources ultimately ends up being really key to that to make sure that you don't have too many resources that are just sitting waiting or too little and phones ringing off the hook and you, you can't service them all. That's ultimately why a lot of IT people look at, at a different model to try and figure that all out. But it's really moving, that, that transaction is what BreakFix is all about. Managed services, on the other hand, is really focused on outcomes and results. You know, the idea there is, is that you're going to assume some of the risk as, a, as the service provider and make sure that you're focused on, on making sure that I'm going to take care of things. The idea behind the flat fee is, is that we're trying to move away from, I'm not charging you for my time. Instead, I'm charging you for the outcome you're going to have, be it I'm going to measure it based on uptime, or I'm going to make sure that your systems are all running at a certain level of standard, or every issue that you have is delivered in a particular service level agreement. You know, it's about building that relationship with the customer and being engaged on a regular basis. You get a higher value because you've assumed more responsibility. That's the, the appeal of managed services, and I like it because it puts you and your customer on the same side of the table. The one problem with a break-fix relationship is, is that you make more money when the customer's in pain. That's ultimately really the, the downside to that is, is that I, I make a lot of money when you've got a problem. Managed services is about that idea of let's see if we can move to a relationship where we're both doing well when things are running well. So I'm going to be much more motivated to focus on the outcome of you being in good condition. 
Exactly. So if folks are on managed services, I expect them to have uh, take control or some, you know, less robust tool. Uh, but how does take control fit into a break fix environment? So the idea there in a break fix environment is, is you're managing your time. That really is your, that is your most important research. And in break fix world, you want to make sure you're billing for as many of those hours as you possibly can, because that's how you get paid. So we want to make sure that you're using your time most wisely and as wisely as possible and deployed in the, in the right way. You know, all, when you get started out on this and you're thinking about it, does every call require a visit? Do you have to go every single time? You know, without some mechanism for doing remote control, you are required every single time your customers need anything to drive out there. You know, Carl and I, we, we both live in major metropolitan areas. So at some level, we're going to be sitting in traffic. That is not billable time, at least not in the, in the ways that customers like paying for it. So it allows you to eliminate that downtime. It allows you to service and be much more responsive. And by the way, we also want to make sure that we're focused on fixing the problem and getting information better. If you're using a good uh, take control tool, you know, a tool that allows you to do this kind of stuff, you're getting much better diagnostics. Customers like to pay. They'll pay for the time, but they don't want to pay as much for you figuring out. They want you paying to fix it. So the better your diagnostic tools are, the better you can move into fixing the problem and be perceived really as that expert you come in. And by the way, as experts like that who are using good tools, they can charge more. <laughs> They're the ones with the higher rates because they're coming in with, I'm an expert, I move really fast, it doesn't take me long, and I'm going to charge you for it. You know, that if we think about our friends over on in the on the sort of law, you know, the law side of things, that's a, a transaction. You pay for a better lawyer who's making a better hourly rate. If you're using the better tools, you can do the same kind of thing in a in a break fixed environment. All right. So, who are the break fix providers today? Uh, are they just new folks getting into the business? You know, there's always break fix providers. You know, we, we, in particular, I mean, you and I both both love talking managed services. I mean, you, I know you've got tons of materials on that, and you might think that that there's always, you know, everybody's moving to managed services. There are some people that are break fix providers. That is the way they want to go to market because, by the way, there are some customers that that's the way they want to buy. It's it, perhaps you're in residential, perhaps you're focused on retail. There's lots of environment where break fix just that's the way that they're going to want to work. And those are the customers that you're going after. So I, I look at it and say, it's not just people that are new to the business. It is an easy way to get started. If you're a, a consultant, you want to hang out your shingle. The easiest way to get started is pay me for my time to fix your machine. <laughs> that's the new entry, but there's other people that have specifically said, I want to focus on a particular market, a particular vertical. And those people want to buy it, pay it via break fixed. Another thing to, to remember is, is that it might even be a vision of a managed services provider. You know, not every customer wants to, to deal with managed services. Some of them have break fix needs or they only want certain parts of their organization to be serviced that way. So it might be a subset of, a, of an MSP or a service provider or a product group. There's all kinds of different ways of looking at that. And as we mentioned, it, it is kind of an easy consultant starting point. If you're hanging out your shingle, it is a good way if you're thinking about consulting to start as a, as a, as a break fix person. We find that a lot of times. Maybe you're a business consultant and you're doing that as, as part of the, the requirements to get things done. So I don't think of it as just new folks in the business, although that's often the, the starting point. 
So you and I are both big fans of recurring revenue. Mm -hmm. So is there a way for people to deploy, take control for maybe a small fee, even in a break-fix environment, and then just wait for people to ask for help? Absolutely. It's the easiest way to, to sort of get started on managed services. If you're super scared of taking on a lot of the risk, the easiest thing you can say is, is hey, I'm going to install an agent and it's all custom branded and it's ready to go and it's easy to deploy and you can just call me for help. And you can think of it like a marketing sales tool. It gets you right into that place so that you're the person that they call when things break. You know, you can make, you can say that, look, I'm going to do this for minimal cost. You know, you're going to sign up for a couple of bucks a month per machine. And that puts you into our priority queue and you're ready to go. It's however you want to position it. And that's a great way to get started. We know recurring revenue is, is kind of that stable bit you can always count on. And you know, those are customers that you've got thinking of you, even if you're just billing them for time. True. So if you were talking to break-fix providers, what would you say are the key points to help them make money with Take Control? Yeah. So the first thing that I'm thinking about is, is that I want to make it so you can bill for more time. You know, the quickest thing that I can do is eliminate time in the car. I can eliminate time moving between customer sites or I can, or, or wait times, you know, where, where you're waiting for something. We can eliminate that and make more of your day billable. That's going to make a big, big difference. So I think about take control as the, as that ability to do that. You can support more machines in a quicker way, meaning you're maximizing your time. You know, we can make the argument there's discussions on both sides, whether or not you believe in multitasking or not. If you want to build an organization that allows you to multitask, you can do that with a take control piece. And what we mean by that is, is the ability to work on multiple machines at the same time. In particular, if you're doing that with a chat based support, you can actually be working on more than one customer at the same time. We both know sometimes you're waiting on a customer to get back to you or to answer a question or go look for something. If you're able to work on multiple machines, at time, depending on how you want to set up your business, this is a way of doing that. So you can actually set that. Additionally, you can also think about it from the perspective if you're waiting on something to happen. You know, I'm, I'm working with one customer, I'm waiting on a download, and I can fix something else at the same time. I can eliminate that idle tech time, and I can work on multiple products. That does maximize your billing relationships. You can be billing from more than one place at the same time. So you may not have hard statistics on this, but in a break-fix business, is your competition uh, more amateur remote control tools or is it no tool at all? In other words, what keeps uh, every break-fix shop from deploying a tool right now? Well, the first thing I got to laugh about is awareness. That's why we're doing podcasts like this is to make people aware that the tool's out there. Like that's clearly the, the piece there. But a lot of people start out and they, they may be starting out with different tools. So they may start out with like a consumer-based tool and they're adapting it and trying to make it make do. You know, they're, they're used to one of those consumer-based tools and then they're, they're, they're kind of cobbling it together. You know, the other time is that maybe you started with something that's big and expensive. You know, you came from enterprise, you're familiar with something. So you take that big, heavy enterprise tool and you try and roll it out and it's really big and it's really expensive. 
Um, you know, so, so, you know, that, that's that piece first bit. And sometimes you're just cobbling it together, right? You've sort of said, I'm, I'm going to take those open source tools that are available and I'm going to string them all together and, and I'm going to make this work. You know, we've we've seen a lot of that di that different piece. So, you know, one of the reasons why why we're looking at it is we're we're differentiating by those rich features. You know, in particular, you talk about like you know the ability to do the branding. You know, that allows you to position you as the brand. You can make it look like you, and your competition can't copy it because they don't know what it is. It's your tool, um, and it's focused at a really incredible price. Like the idea is to make this really easy. You know, we're trying to help you grow your business. Business and, and grow efficiently, so we put it at a, at a really aggressive, you know, incredible price. So, tell me about the recording feature. Is it just video capture? Can you add notes to it? And and where is it stored? Where's the yeah? It's actually stored? it's actually both. So you can do both full video screen capture. So you have the ability to record the entire session. So every click, every movement, the whole thing is created as a video file. You can go back and see exactly what you did. So if you're looking up, how did I fix that thing before? You can pull that back up. You can play the video. You know, you can use it for training purposes. If you want to teach another engineer or you want to transfer that knowledge, you can say, hey, play the video. Like I did. I I was. All recorded you can see exactly what you did customer ever you know a customer ever comes back and say well what did you do did you change something you can go no let's play the videotape we can we can actually show them exactly what we did but you've on the other hand you've also got the ability to take notes in real time so you can actually be documenting exactly what you do you know if you want to cut and paste knowledge base articles that you were looking up google searches that you were, were working on specific notes things that you were talking about with the, with the customer like conversations you had with other people you can put those notes in there as well and do the entire thing and the cool thing is it's stored there with the technician so you've got it actually so that you as the technician can go ahead and pull that recording up and it's stored there right there with you. All righty, final question. Where do uh, I get a test drive? And more importantly, do I have to fill out a huge long questionnaire and wait for a salesman to give me a quote? <laughs> nope. The great thing about that is you can go right to our website. So you can go to www.solarwindsmsp.com. There's right there's a, a trial on our website. Try the software out. You get the full featured version. Try it all down. You don't have to talk to any salespeople. And by the way, you just pay as you go. So this is all just pay. You, you, you put in your credit card information. You pay as you, as you, for your usage just as you go. No obligation. Stop any time. You know, it, it makes it really easy to do business with. So we've designed it so you don't have to fill out giant forms. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can just get started. We know IT people want to just play with the tool and get rolling. All righty. So we've been talking with Dave Sobel, the Senior Director of MSP Evangelism for SolarWinds MSP. This is part two of a six-part uh, podcast series. Uh, join us next time and we're going to talk about Take Control and using Take Control to deploy a cloud service bundle. Thanks for being with us.